Hey. Hello, church family. Wow, it's so good to see you in the house of the Lord today. It's uh, been a long time since we had Sunday school in the classes. And one man told me he was the only student and the teacher overloaded his wagon. So, well, uh, praise the Lord, you know. Hey, we all need to be fed. Sometimes we eat more than we ought to eat. Uh, if I get it right, okay, and if I don't, somebody can fix it. Uh, I heard that West Oak baseball team beat Elberton County baseball team yesterday, 9-7 to in Atlanta Braves Stadium. Isn't that something? Wow. That is right. Uh, I am so proud of my church family, and anytime something's big going on, I like to know about it, so I can help brag about it. Are y'all, y'all done? <laughs> what did I say? I have no he don't have a <laughs> You know, we go away from church, somebody said, didn't say nothing about this or that, and it did. But I am so proud of our people, and uh, when something big goes down or going down, I like to I like to know about it, and I like to brag about it. Our own Addison Boggs has signed with Southern Wesleyan University to play volleyball, and Danny's proud of this part, a free ride. Stand up, Addison, where people can see you, girl. Amen. Wow. Ladies first. And then I'm also proud of Weston Lewis. This afternoon at 2 o'clock in the Fellowship Hall, we're going to have a great big ceremony because Weston has become an Eagle Scout. Stand up, Weston. Amen. Wow. Well, Ernest will be here. Next Sunday evening service. Uh, more will be said about that later. Um, but also, everybody's asking. So I will tell you, I'm ready. I'm preparing for open house. Any of you that want to come, you can come. Oh. <laughs> She's going to need somebody. No, I'm having the gallbladder surgery on May the 3rd. And three days later is when I'm having my open house. From one end to the other, you you come and view things. I don't know what they'll do. Uh, But they're going to have to do something. You know, Bible says God knows my inward parts, okay? So he knows what's going on. But I say it this way. There is a spot down here somewhere for Mountain Dew. There's a spot down here somewhere for fried chicken. And I know they make a pill that I can take and just go ahead and eat it. And drink it, you know. But I'm serious now. God knows I hadn't had a Mountain Dew going on three weeks, Rusty. This Rusty. Three weeks. And I hope to satisfy that fried chicken deal today. And uh, I told them Wednesday night, and you can laugh at this if you want to, but, you know, people do different things to make things happen. Uh, Wednesday, uh, prior to the upper and lower, I'll be in preparation on Wednesday. I've thought about this, a five-gallon bucket and a, a curtain. But I don't think I will. Somebody else has done said, hey, I'll take care of the Wednesday night, so... Don't come expecting me, okay? Uh, More than likely, I'll be left at home by myself. So, it is what it is, and I'm glad it's going to be over uh, uh, soon. Uh, My sister said, it's not good for you to be put to sleep that close together. I said, look, I done signed a waiver. Don't start me up if I'm gone. So... I done got all my preparations made, and uh, you know, it is what it is. 
Uh, but we're glad you're here, and if you're a guest in the house, we are gladder that you are here, and hopefully you will fill out a care card. And uh, we're excited about what God is doing in our church and what he's going to do. And uh, I just want to thank all of you for the way you've responded for missions uh, here at home and elsewhere. Um, does anybody else have a spoken announcement? John. I don't know what I can follow, I'll tell you. It sure is. Good morning, everybody. Uh, just to give a report on what happened last night, some people have been asking me how to, what are the results of the Sunday school survey and all that. Uh, there will not be a sanctuary class. Only five, only had like five people interested, so we didn't have enough interest, so we will not have a sanctuary class. Um, but what we will have, and we won't do it this year because I think we just started back up. Mother's Day is coming real soon, Father's Day. So we'll have those. Of, they, they did vote for the special events. But let's don't do those. We'll, we'll do one at Christmas this year. But let's not do Mother's Day and Father's Day. Let's stay in our class because we just, we just started back up. So I think it's a good idea to just stay in our classes this year, okay? So that, that's, that's my Sunday school announcement. Uh, oh, and guess what your Sunday school director forgot to do this morning? Didn't even take the row this morning. So I don't guess I was ready for, even ready for Sunday school to get back. I'm sorry. I apologize for that. I, I won't prepare next. But on that note, uh, for uh, coming up with a new role, if you will just, uh, if you have any new people, write the names down, write the names down of your uh, your entire class, including new people, and we'll make sure that uh, next month we'll have the, the new rows ready to go, okay? And then the last thing, KFC will be starting tonight, Kids for Christ will be starting back up just for information of, of the parents, and that'll be at 6 o'clock, all right? KFC, the kids class starting back up tonight. Thank you. All right, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for the privilege that you've afforded us today to be in your house. Lord, I pray for those that are less fortunate than myself and these that are here that are unable to be here today. Lord, I pray that you would be with them in a special way. And Lord, if there's anyone watching the Facebook Live today, I pray that you would be with them. I pray that for... All that's going on in here today, God, we love you and we thank you and we praise you for every home that's represented in this room today. I pray that you'd bless Susan as she comes to lead our music and our musicians and for the sound equipment and the videos, Lord, everything would, would be to glorify your holy name. And we'll thank you and praise you for we ask it in Jesus' name, amen. Let us begin our worship this morning by standing and singing about the wonderful grace of Jesus. <gasps>
broader than the scope of my transgressions, greater far than all my sin and shame. Oh, magnify the precious name of Jesus. intercessory prayer time if you want to join me here at the altar it'd be great if you want to keep your seat whatever you feel led to do brother ray lewis will be coming to lead us this morning uh of course we want to continue to pray for all of our uh, government officials our military our law enforcement uh, our fire and rescue people our first responders our doctors our nurses uh, our teachers, the students, uh, Debbie Majeski, uh, Paul Freeman. Uh, let's see, Gary Paul is having surgery this coming week. Yes, uh, this is uh, Gary's son, Paul. Uh, also, Kenny Bolt is uh, upcoming uh, open heart surgery. Um, also, continue to pray for our uh, rest home people. Um, our shut-ins, I don't know when they're going to allow uh, us as pastors. I, I hadn't heard any different uh, to go back into the rest home and, and homes and what have you, but uh, I miss doing that and seeing our folk. Uh, so keep your ears and your eyes open. And the uh, Bible says, Jesus said, he said, watch and pray. Brother Ray, you come lead us. Let's pray. God, we thank you so much for uh, this absolutely gorgeous day you've provided us, Lord, to come here and, and worship you, Lord, and just fellowship and and be with other believers, Lord. And I just thank you so much for my church family, uh, brothers and sisters here, Lord. And uh, I just always look forward to, to coming here, Lord, and, and, and being with them and worshiping you, Lord. There's so much around us in this world that's wrong, Lord, but there's so much that's right. We can choose to focus on the negative, Lord, or we can choose to give thanks to you for all that you've provided us, Lord, and that's what I, I do today, Lord. I, I am so blessed, and I am so thankful. Uh, uh, we do have a lot of prayer needs, Lord. We lift each and every one of them up to you. I know there's some that may not feel the same way I do today, but, Lord, I just uh, I pray for them. Uh, pray for every situation, those that are hurting, those that, uh, that are suffering, grieving. Uh, there are some that or stuck at home, stuck in nursing homes, Lord, that would give anything to be out today and uh, be able to be here, and they can't, Lord. And I know that's that's not a happy feeling for them. And I, I lift them up to you, Lord, and just pray that you would inspire them, Lord, and uh, give comfort and give healing where it's needed, Lord. I lift Kenny up to you, especially this morning, Lord, not only as he um, leads us and brings your word to us this morning, Lord, but as he faces some medical issues himself, Lord, and I just pray that everything goes smoothly for him and Lynn, and um, God, we thank you so much for them, and just thank you for the choir, Lord, be with us as we, as we sing, Lord, and I just am so happy, Lord, to see things getting back to some semblance of normalcy around here, Lord, and uh, we've all been needing this and looking forward to it for a long time. Lord, just bless us today. Bless us as we leave here. Keep us all safe. And, uh, Lord, I just pray that you would help each and every one of us recognize opportunities to, uh, to be a blessing to others and to witness to others. Lord, when you place that opportunity in front of us. Uh, again, thank you for loving us. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. Let us continue worshiping by singing, I gave my life for thee.
Amen. Thank you, choir. So good to see the choir back in their place. And uh, some of you have chosen not to be in the choir, and I guess that's okay if it's okay with you. Uh, but I check with the Lord to make sure uh, that every person standing in their place. If you have your Bibles, I invite you to turn with us to 1 Corinthians 3, verses 9 through 17. I'll wait on you. I love to hear the pages turn. I've had several opportunities this week to brag on y'all for your faithfulness. And I love doing that. 1 Corinthians 3, 9. For we are laborers together with God. Someone said, if I'm out, nobody misses me. The problem is, if you're out, we can't get as much done as we could have if you had been here. That's where that word, together, it's not about me, it's not about you, it's about the Lord Jesus and us all together, laborers together with God. Ye are God's cultivated field. Ye are God's building. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another buildeth on it. But let every man take heed how he buildeth upon it. For other foundation can no man lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if any man build upon this foundation using gold, silver, precious stone, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest. In other words, be made visible. For the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire. And the fire shall test every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abide, which he hath built upon it, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer a loss. But he himself shall be saved yet as by fire. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that which the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. If any man defile the temple of God... Him shall God destroy, for the temple of God is the holy which the temple are ye. Let no man deceive you. I'm going to stop right there. Let no man deceive you. Father, help us to be on guard against Satan and all he would attempt to throw at us. Lord, I pray that you'd loose my tongue and my lips today to say exactly what needs to be said concerning our spiritual walk with you. And I will thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. I have water. Just so you don't wash that down. Psalm 100. Verse 2 says, Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Now when I think about that, the word serve, that's what Jesus came to do, came to serve, okay? What are we to do? We are to go and serve. And we're to serve out of sincerity. Come. How should we come? We should come honestly and prideless. What should we sing? 
We should have a, a song in our heart. We should have joy in our heart when worshiping and serving the Lord. I love what I do. And I feel this way. If a person loves what they do, they will put their heart, their soul, their mind, all they have into it. I love what I do. Listen, God has invested a lot in me. He's invested a lot in you. And I ask myself as I ask you, what have, if he's invested his all in me, what am I, not what have I, what am I investing in his ministry? It's not my ministry. He's just put me here for a period of time. You know, I think it would be great if we knew how long we would be in a position. But then, uh, I don't know that that would be good either. I just, I'm thankful to know without any shadow of a doubt that God had saved me, that God called me to preach, and that God put me here for this specific time, forever how long that's going to last. So, let's think about Christian service and its reward. Uh, when I think about that, the first thing, if you've got your little outline there and you're writing, don't go fast now. First of all, we should be working with God. Now, that's, that's verse 9. It's very plain that we're laborers together. Now, if you're writing there, uh, the first point is working with God, and a sub-point under that is laborers with God, okay? And if, if, if we join collectively together, we can get so much more done than what we would as well, I'll just go do it myself, and I won't say nothing to anybody about it. And then everybody wonder who done it. Hey, I love to come together as a crowd and make it happen. So when I think of that laborers with God, uh, listen, those who serve in ministry, and uh, I remind you of what our bulletin says on the very back, the WFBC staff. You say, well, I'm not included in that. Oh, yes, you are. The very last thing says, ministers, every member. So don't say you don't have any responsibility at First Baptist Church. You have a responsibility, and so do I, of ministering. Uh, this must be constantly caring for the soul of the church. Now, you know, it requires diligence. Uh, it requires hard work in order to produce a harvest. Many of you are planning on planting this week. Some of you have already planted. Some of you are already seeing your plants come alive. But the soil needs to be cultivated. You, you've got to do something with the dirt. Okay, listen, the lazy preacher is like the lazy farmer in the book of Solomon. Song of Solomon, he wrote, a little slumber, a little sleep, a little folding of the hands. And you know what's happening in the garden when that takes place? The weeds begin to slip in and slip out and do their work that they've been called to do. Not only do I deal with weeds, but I deal with fire ants. It seems like they want to build their little dens right in amongst the plant. And you know, when I'm plowing, I, I, this first time this happened, hey, I've been on guard ever since. I'm plowing along there and I'm watching the plants and all of a sudden I feel something and I look down and my shoes is covered in fire ants because I done plowed through their den. Listen, the devil is not happy with you when you're out there plowing, okay? When you're out there trying to tend to the soil, the devil's not happy. So he sends these different fire ants to attack you and to attack me and to hinder us from tending to the soil. Uh, I don't want to be a lazy preacher. I want to be an active preacher. You see, 
Satan enjoys sowing discord among the members. He loves showing confusion. And some of you came in this morning expecting Sunday school to be in the auditorium, and it wasn't. So next Sunday, try to be in your spot because Satan wants to confuse you. Disharmony, strife, that's what he loves. He feeds on that and lies. He loves for you and me to tell a lie. To tell one, you've got to tell another. And so on it goes. I must be busy about cultivating the soil. And planting good seed. And and the Bible is the seed, okay? The good word of God. You can't beat it. That crop will produce on and on and on. But we got to plant. We got to sow it. Okay. You know what? We do this through the fruits of the Spirit. And the fruits of the Spirit there in Galatians 5, 22 and 23 it's very simple. It says we're to love one another. We're to have joy being together. We need to enjoy the peace that passeth all understanding. We need to suffer along with our Lord. We need to be gentle and be at peace with one another. We'll produce goodness. It'll produce faith. And i tell you something else. It needs to produce, and I want it to in my life, self-control. What, what, what does it accomplish if I lose control? <laughs> the word will be out everywhere. The preacher lost control in public. And this is what happened. If the preacher leads somebody to Jesus in a restaurant, they don't, they don't, not too much said about it. But let that happen. Lose control. Okay. Working with God. Not only are we labors with God, but the second sub-point there is God's cultivated field. The word cultivated, listen, and some of you farmers know it better than I. It means to prepare the soil for planting. Tear the ground up. Get it loose. But then also that word cultivating is there also when the plant is growing, the weeds are present, and we cultivate in order to destroy the weeds and not destroy uh, the crop. Now, how does that relate to you and me? It means to improve socially as we labor, as that verse 9 says, together. Together. I want us to do it together. It's not, listen, I've heard this, I hear, oh, Kenny Owens church, he don't have a church. I'm, I preach to a congregation of people, but it's God's house, and it's God's youngins, and we're laborers together in this thing. Also, that cultivated word is to give special attention to. Okay, I wished I knew. Those of you who require a little more cultivating than others. Okay? Now, what I mean is some of you require more attention than others. Some could care less whether I speak to them or not. But some want me to eyeball them and say, hey, it's good to see you this morning. I'm glad you're here. How are you doing? Well, doing well. You got 30 minutes, I'll tell you how I'm doing. And I got 14 others just are looking. I wish he'd come by over here. I got to talk to him. Why don't so and so take that up at the, during the week, not on Sunday? I don't know. I don't control that. Okay? But it's my place to be available as we cultivate together to make it happen. Okay? We're working with God. There in verse 9, we are labors together. We're the cultivated, God's cultivated field. But thirdly, the sub point under that first thing is God's building. Okay? You know, God's blessed us with a tremendous campus, tremendous buildings. You know, I'm so excited to tell people out, we are out of debt. 
We're out of debt on the physical side, but listen, we'll never be out of debt on the spiritual side. It is up to us to continue to go, continue to share the word, and let God do the gathering, because he said he would. Let God do the gathering. It's so important. Uh, you know, God's building. We're the laborers. We're the church. In Matthew 16, 18, Jesus said, Upon this rock, the rock of Jesus, I'll build my church. Not the building, but a congregation. Upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell, devil himself, will not be able to overtake you. Hey, that's why we labor together. We band together. Uh, A second point, not only... Working with God, but if we work with God, we have got to walk with God the Father. Now, that's in verse 10. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me, a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another build it on it. But let every man heed how he builds on it. Again, it's not my church. It's God's. When I think about walking with God, it takes the grace of God. That's the first sub-point of that. It takes the grace of God. Listen, grace is divine healing and dealing with salvation. You know, the lost crowd today that don't have Jesus, they don't realize that they're sick. That they're sin sick. And a person can't be saved until they realize they're lost. You know, you, you do a lot of traveling. Before we had all these gadgets and gadgets and what have you, we just out there and we, we would stop at places and say, Hey, can you tell me how to get to so-and-so? I know we'll forget. We were in Atlanta. I was hunting a truck cover company. And uh, I stopped at a station and asked the guy, I said, I'm trying to locate this. He said, yes, sir, just get on the, uh, what's that thing that circles Atlanta? I just lost it. What? 385. He said, just get on that highway and just keep on going and you'll come to it. Well, we did that and we passed the same place twice. I told my brother-in-law, I said, we done come by here one time. You know, hey, round and around and around, and life is that way. It's round and around and around, and we choose where to get off at. But the devil said, hey, you need to get off here, man. It's all kind of, ooh, it's excitement stuff. It's on this. And God said, no, go to the next exit. Go to the next exit. I'll be waiting on you because it's the grace of God that keeps us where we need to be. You know, I don't know where all I need to be and what I need to say. I have to depend on God. Listen, I can get lost and tangled up and tied up and make a big mess. i got to know where he wants me and what he wants me. Not only the grace there, but a, a, a second point under number two is it takes a master builder. God is the master builder. Jesus laid the foundation. One lays on the foundation... Someone else comes along and builds on it. Okay, I might leave one person to Jesus. Get them in here. Get them plugged in a Sunday school class. Let them know who their deacon is. Here's some of the people that you will meet. But I don't need to be the only one doing that. You know, when somebody joins, they ought to be swamped with people, not on the way out here, but waiting. Hey, can we take you all to lunch? We'd just love to take you to lunch. Can we do that? They might say, sure. Or they might say, no, thank you. I mean, that's fine. You did your part. The grace of God is kicked in. It takes a master builder. Thirdly, under there, listen, it takes watching carefully with God how we build on this foundation. Uh, You know, the precious stones and stuff won't burn. But wood, hey, it'll burn up. Hay, it'll burn up. Stubble, it'll burn up. But the stones that we build on, remember what Jesus said? He's the chief cornerstone. For I'm concerned, he is the chief cornerstone. The Bible says he is, and I'm just a pebble. 
but I have a spot to build on. Okay, working with God, walking with God. Thirdly, worshiping with God. Uh, Verse 11 says, For other foundations can no man lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. I love what Jesus said on the cross. It is finished. I can't add anything to it, and I certainly better not take anything away from it. It's a foundation to build on. Now, those of you who are in the building business, you know it takes a lot of work before you can ever build on the foundation. You've got to locate the property. The property might have to be excavated. Then you have to have somebody come in and draw some lines and get it square. Then you've got to have somebody come and dig the footings. Then you've got to get your rebar in there and your grade stakes in there. So you call for the concrete and they pour the foundation and then you begin to lay on it. And you know what? When it's all said and done, you don't see the foundation. It's covered up. Well, Jesus is the foundation. He is not covered up. We need to work on that and to know that I am building on Jesus Christ. Hey, I'm building on what he's already started. I know he said it is finished on the cross. What he meant was the work that my father sent me to do, I'm done. I'm done. Well, you know, he didn't miss when he said that. Jesus told Satan, he simply said, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Now, Jesus said, you can't serve two masters. You can't be with the devil over here and with Jesus over here, and you being pulled this way and that. You've got to choose which way you're going. You can build on Satan's foundation if you want to, but it will crumble. It will crack. And the results will be in the building, not the foundation. You look at sometimes, you see sheetrock cracked. You see doors that have to be jerked to open or kicked to get shut. Something has happened. The foundation is not, was it, probably wasn't prepared right. If you, listen, if you bypass the foundation, you are headed for hell. Jesus is a foundation. You can't avoid that foundation. Well, let me give you a fourth one. We're working with God. We're walking with God. We worship Him with God, but I love the last one. I am waiting on the Lord. You know, that's a good thing. I'm not going to read verses 12 all the way through 17 again. But verse 17 says, If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy. Which temple ye are? My body is the temple of the Holy Spirit of God. You know, it's up to me what I do with it. But under the leadership of God, I better be making sure I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Uh, I, have, I have a question here. What shall we do? i tell you what we need to do. Use the right material in building. Okay? You, can buy, you can buy cheap stuff, but you'll end up with a cheap building. But when we think about that, We use the right material, the Word of God. Hey, I hope that you're reading it every day. If if you're not reading it every day, you're missing blessings that God has for you. I don't care what you say about your time. You have as much time as I do, 24 hours in a day. How do you divide that? How do you divide that? Well... It needs to start not only with the Word of God, but it also entails prayer here. It also, not only prayer in the Word of God, but it entails sharing the Word. 
And the fourth thing there is encouraging the lost. Come on, we need you. You know, so many people could be a benefit to us, but won't come. So many people could be a good influence on other lost people if they would just get saved. They have a following. Uh, you know, Lynn and I have been in this county since 1982, and it's amazing to me when I meet somebody that don't know me or I don't know them. Well, I've been around here. Where did I meet you at? I said, I don't have a clue. I've been here since 82. In fact, Lynn and I talked about it the other day. She and I have lived in Oconee County longer than we lived in back in Anderson County where we were born and raised and married and called. We've been up here longer than we were back in Anderson. Well, encouraging the lost. Verse 16. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God lives in you and me if we're saved. That's where he lives. Jesus said, if I don't go home, the Spirit won't come. Okay, he went home, the Spirit came. The day we got saved, the Spirit moved into our life. And you need to make sure that you're saved. And if you are, your body my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit of God. I mean, it's amazing how God put His Word together. In closing, I want to share two verses of Scripture. Randy's going to put that on the screen there. Isaiah, verse, uh, excuse me, chapter 40, verse 31. Some of you know that verse by heart. But it says, but they, that's you and me, is saved. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. Isaiah uh, 41.10 Fear thou not. As I wait on God. For I am with thee. That's what he promised to do. Be not dismayed. Don't be disturbed. Don't be disgusted. For I am your God. And by the way, there's only one true capital G-O-D. He said, this is what I'll do for you. I will strengthen thee. Yes, I will help thee. Yes, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Okay, my righteousness is as filthy rag. His righteousness is what he wants to flow through us. No, I'm not Mr. Goody Two-Shoes, okay? I'm a long way from that pattern. But it's God living in this temple that he created. Now... You know, one moment after death, a person will know if he's all right or not. One moment before they ever put this body in a casket, he will know if he's right or not. That's when it's too late. You can't stop the mortician from closing the lid. Okay? You can't stop the devil from having his way with you, but God can. He is more powerful than the devil and all the devil's angels. He does have angels, by the way. <laughs> he does. And he distracts us. He tries his best to cause us to be disheartened. Well... What have I done with the material that Jesus has given me? Listen, the fire is coming. You're either in a fire right now, or you headed for a fire, or you're just coming out of one. If you belong to the Lord, because the devil will see to it that things happen against you and me. But no matter what happens, if you're saved, your body is a temple of God.
We are responsible for this temple of God. So what do we do with it? Well, very simple. We need to work with God, walk with Him, worship with Him, and look for His return. Now, you know, it's been said many times already since this COVID thing hit. Well, this is a prelude to Jesus' return. Every day is a prelude to Jesus' return, right? And that's what we're waiting on. Behold! Oh, John said, look at yonder. Yonder he comes. Behold, look! The Son of God who come to taketh away the sins of the world. So what do we do with that? We accept Christ. We follow Him. We do what He wants. And that's not always easy. When I think about it, where time has gone, this morning, as I went up to my study, I looked at the calendar. It was March 2020. That big old sheep. I just thumbed through that. I thought, Lord, we were... But at this time, we were done shipped out to Africa. I reached and flipped on over there when we were supposed to return. I thought, wow, we almost didn't get out. I read an article from Cameroon. The man, all he did, northern Cameroon, was preaching the word. He was arrested. He was beaten. He was put in prison for 15 years for that reason finally he was released his congregation was still waiting 15 years had gone by why did he have to go through that listen some of you some of me we don't we're not persecuted we have no clue what persecution is about But I'm afraid it might be coming before Jesus comes. But he's promised to be with us. The best thing you can do today, right now, is to be sure that you're saved. If not, you need to be saved. There's no other deal. To reject Jesus is to reject heaven. And eternity is a long time. I beg you, whatever God's laid on your heart today, Don't turn him down. Uh, Don't give him an excuse. There is no excuse that you can have today for not accepting Christ that will get you in heaven. Not one. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for the privilege to call you our Father. Thank you for the privilege to share your precious holy word. Lord, be with Susan and the musicians as they come. Lord, I just asked your will to be done. I'm just a spokesperson, Lord. I just hope I've shared everything today that you wanted shared. Speak to our hearts, speak to our people. In Jesus' name, amen. Whatever way the Lord might have spoken to you today and you want to respond to him, the altar is open. Susan's coming to lead us in our hymn of invitation. Just obey the Lord. It it will not be easy. The devil see to it. It's not easy, but it's the best route. Susan. Let us stand. Grace greater than our sin.
thank you for your presence and your attention today. If you have your care cards, make sure you put them in the baskets out here. If you go out this side or that side, just lay them on a table there. We'll pick those up. Uh, thank you for coming today. Uh, God bless you. To Starting tonight, unless the Lord changes my heart and mind, I'm going to begin a series on death. People don't like to talk about death, but it's real. And I'm going to be do my best to share with you over the next few weeks, I don't know how long, about death, when it comes, and how do you deal with it. Brother Jeff, son, would you come and dismiss us this morning? I hope you'll be back tonight uh, to learn, to share, because, hey, we all, unless Jesus soon comes, we're all going to die. Either our mate or our children or our grandchildren, our uncles, our aunt, our friends, we're going to die. Brother Jeff? Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning with the humblest of hearts and thank you for that grace that Kenny's talking about and we just sang about without that grace and there would be no hope. And and when that that stone was rolled back from that tomb and you had risen, Lord, um, it wasn't just hope that we received, but assurance that uh, that you would come back to take your bride. Uh, thank you for the message today. I hope that uh, it, it found its place in our hearts where it needed to be so we could go out and share your word, Lord. Uh, give everyone traveling mercies to bring us back to our appointed place tonight. Uh, thank you for the music. And, and to see a full house this morning, Lord, is such a blessing that we can be here today. And I hope nobody takes that for granted, Lord. Uh, it's in Jesus' precious and holy name we pray. Amen.